Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. The Hawks lose 4-3 in overtime to the Buffalo Sabres, a game in which they had no business leading 3-1, yet they led 3-1. <laughs> Uh, mainly because of the heroics of Arvid Soderblom, who was uh, absolutely fantastic in this one. We're going to get to that. We're going to assign our king of the game. We're going to update the tank standings. And, fellas, this is a reminder, um, I think, for the Blackhawks that if they don't come out and play 100% intensity, 100% of the time, they're going to end up on the losing end of the game. The first period, the Hawks were not ready to go to start. It often Looked like the Sabres were on a five-on-five power play. At one point in the first, shots were 11 yeah. nothing in favor of Buffalo. Ended up 16-6 to after the first. And then the second period, the Hawks were better. Third period, obviously down 3-1. The Sabres up the intensity, and they're able to tie it and then eventually get the win in overtime. But this is just a reminder, as we've said all year, the Hawks are going to compete every night. But as soon as they take their foot off the gas against a good but not great opponent, mm-hmm. you see what happens. A better opponent, um, on paper at least. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a game where you would have liked either one of two outcomes. You hold on to the lead and you you learn from that, just like they did. Um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. Yeah, the Florida game. Just like they did in, uh, against Florida where you get out to the lead and you – find a way to hold on to it, or you completely bust out and you lose in regulation. Those are the two outcomes you would have rather have seen um, when, you, <laughs> when you're trying to balance what yeah. you want to see out of this team. You either want to see them have a character win or a tank loss. And this is somewhere in between the two because they ended up going to overtime, uh, getting one point. But I think, you know, it, it's, it's, it's bad penalties uh, at, at the wrong time. Jonathan Tay's taking a foolish penalty towards the end of the game. Uh, puts them on the penalty kill uh, late in the game and then into overtime. Buffalo scores the the OT winner. Just not not a great game overall. Even though they did get out to a three one lead, not a great game overall um, from 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 the Blackhawks defensively. Not great. Arvid Soderblom um, felt probably comfortable in this game because he sees a lot of games like this <laughs> yeah. uh, in his time getting, in Rockford, where six shots is just another day at work in Rockford. Yeah, where where the shot attempts are are flirting with triple digits. Um, he's uh, he's 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 used to that, but 
a good game from him, unfortunately, uh, doesn't uh, doesn't come out with a win. Yeah, that was obviously the worst defensive effort for 60 minutes we saw all season. That yeah. they, they've had times where, like, the first half of that uh, opening period against Seattle was like, ugh, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. But then they they found their 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 whatever it is that they do. They did it, but that never <laughs> really happened tonight. I mean, what yeah, is it you do? They had they had their three greasy goals. They had three goals from a combined three feet away from the net. You know, hey, beginning of the year before the season even started, I said I don't know where these how this team's going to score outside of Patrick Kane, but tonight it was yeah. Jason Dickinson, maybe mm-hmm. Mackenzie Entwistle, but Jason Dickinson, <laughs> uh, Sam Lafferty, and, and uh, Taylor Radish. Taylor Radish. Yep. It was the secondary scoring who that, that has been evident all year. It was the star power that didn't have a great game. Patrick Kane, eh? uh, he's, he's, yeah. he played, Not very effective. He played. We know that. Maybe he was taking it easy on his uh, future team. Max Domi had the sell job of the century, uh, <laughs> yeah. drawing a high-sticking penalty oh, for, for a stick that was two inches away from his face. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after that Edmonton game, Luke Richardson said he, they, they need to cut down on the penalties, specifically the stick penalties, the hookings, the high-sticking, the tripping, yep. the slashing. Mm-hmm. Six minutes into the game, you've got two hooking penalties against you. Like he said, you could you could take if you're out there defending a teammate or you're taking down a guy because he's got a wide open scoring chance. You could live with those penalties. You can accept with those penalties. Mm-hmm. You can't take the penalties because your feet stop moving and you have to slow a guy down. And that's what you saw right off the bat. And it was like, here we go again. Yeah, you mentioned Patrick Kane. Uh, here's a line you rarely see from Patrick Kane: minus one. One shot on goal That's, for Patrick Kane yeah. in this game. It felt like that was all he was involved uh, Yes, in. Max Domi had a single shot on goal. Andreas Athanasiu had none. There was, so your top line combined for two shots on goal. That is not a recipe you, for success. You, with this team, you're going to lose yeah. when that happens. Um, well, and look, the, the Sabres and every other team in the league knows that. For the most part, if you stop those three, you stop the Hawks. And yeah, Philip Kurashev and Radish and Lafferty, those guys have been really good. And they've been providing some offense. But for the most part, if you stop that top line, you're going to stop the Blackhawks. I, I feel like most teams, if they look up and down the, the Blackhawks lineup and they see who's being effective, who's not, uh, and who's pro- who poses the, the biggest offensive threat, I think most teams would would be okay living with, you know what, we took away everything but the uh, Kurashev-Dickinson uh, Lafferty line, they'd be okay with that because you don't expect that line as as well as that line has been playing. You don't expect them to be the offensive presence. Yeah. You well, I, I think there was at one point in the third period that uh, Mackenzie Entwistle was up with uh, Kane and Domi. There were a couple shifts there in yeah. the third period, so maybe uh, Luke was seeing the same thing we saw, and it's like, hey, we got to change that up. If you were to tell me before a game at any point in this season. You would have goals from uh, Lafferty, Radish, and Dickinson, and your goaltender makes 42 saves. I'm going to be like, wow, you probably won that game 5-1. Right. Yeah. And you lose it. You get that great effort from from your, your third-string goalie, and you get your, your grinders doing what they do, your secondary scoring, and you had a two-goal lead in the third period and lost. I mean, great. yeah, I mean, maybe – 
It's tough. These are the type of games we thought we were going to see most of yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. Right. And I jokingly, but not really jokingly, said when Taves took that galaxy brain penalty at the end of the... What's he complaining about on that one? Because he complains about everything. I know that. If he gets even thrown out of the face-off circle, he complains. If he takes a, pe- a clear penalty, that, even Troy Murray is like, well, yes, that's a penalty. You put you him can't. in a full Nelson. <laughs> right. You can't do that. You stupid in, when you do that. But, like, come on, man. Like, just once, just once, I want him to be like, yeah, I totally cheated there. I'm going to the box. I'm cool. Like, just one time. No. Uh, never, never, it. ever. Has but I, I said when that happened, I was like, guys, if you're going to lose this game, do it in the next 107, please. Don't get it over time. <laughs> right. They didn't listen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, you're right. And it, 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 this <clears throat> is kind of how you expected things to go. But it, it's, it's this weird, like, in-between spot everybody's in where – Okay, they're up three to one, and no one's rooting for them to lose. Right, but no one's upset that but they didn't. Upset that they yeah. did it. It's just such a weird thing. It's such a weird place to be. I've never been in a place like this with a sports team where your brain says lose, your heart says win, but even your heart says lose a little bit. It's just it's a very very hard thing, and it was tough to. It was just tough to see it fall apart like that because there's like I said, no reason for them to be up three to one in that game. Arvid Soderblom was the reason, and kind of for him is why I wanted to see the Hawks hold on and get the win. Yeah. Because he he deserved it. More than any player on the team, Mm -hmm. Soderblom deserved it. Yeah. Watching the game, you know, it it was – it's weird because you you, they score to tie the game, to go up 2-1, to go up 3-1, and you're like – Ha! Yeah, like because it's like you want to be like, yeah, of course, yes, go, go out, win the game. But then you're like, ah, it's a three-one lead. It's kind of hard to blow those, right? Sometimes you think, Uh, but but then you know they they lose in overtime, and you're like, darn. It's just a very it's a very weird position to be in because you know that the ultimate goal and the way this team was built was to be in the running for a top three pick right. be in the running for a guy like Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli or Matvey Mitchkov. Like that's what this team is built to do. But when you watch them play, you can't help but cheer for them because it's like, you know what? This is a team that you can get on board They're with. Very that you can likable. like yeah. very likable. They play a simple North South greasy, you know, <laughs> greasy uh, Billy Goat burger style of hockey. And it was on display tonight offensively. And, and that's, those are things you can cheer for. So if they're going to win games, you want to see them win games to where it, it builds to the identity. But if they're going to lose games, go down in, in, in flames. Go do down it, in flames do in regulation. regulation. Yeah. Like, you, like you did against Edmonton. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, I saw a comment. Uh, if you can scroll up, someone considering buying a Taylor Radish. It's Corey. Don't don't buy a Taylor Radish jersey. That you're you're throwing money away, yeah. and nothing against Taylor you Radish. Find one. <laughs> the guy plays hard, but I, anyone with like a a, a Blackhawks store gift card burning a hole in their pocket, just wait till the draft is over. Mm-hmm. Just wait a little bit. Don't because uh, I don't think any of these guys, save for maybe a couple, which we'll get into later in the game. I don't think many guys on this team have an extended future with the Blackhawks. So I would I would hold off unless you're going with Ahosa, Taves, Kane, get, Keith, get Steve, the Taylor, Radis, Taylor Radish shirts. Jersey, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. The get the, get the if they make those. I mean, if you're gonna get in a number eleven Hawks jersey, get a Jeff Chance jersey. Of course, you get oh, a Jeff Chance. Of course, not a Nelson Emerson. <laughs> maybe, maybe a John Madden. Uh, All right, yeah. should we uh, recap the scoring? Madden. 
Okay. Yeah, let's go. Through. All right. Uh, six eleven into the game, uh, shots were ten nothing in favor of the Sabers. The eleventh shot went in. Uh, Victor Olafson gets his fifth goal of the year, assisted by Casey Middlestad. That's a power play goal. It was moments after he had one taken off for being offside. So he mm-hmm. said, "Screw it, this time <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to score." <laughs> I am scoring. Yeah. Uh, that was off the Connor Murphy hooking penalty, uh, the second penalty of the period for the Hawks at that point. Not a great look. Uh, Hawks get on the power play. Uh, and at 10-20, uh, a big net front scramble. It was Jason Dickinson. Then it was Mackenzie Entwistle. Then they gave it back to Jason Dickinson. At he one point, his, it might have been on Andreas Athanasiu. It was crazy. There were Every hawk was in the net, basically. <laughs> uh, but Mackenzie Entwistle, I thought, was the guy that got it. But they give it to Dickinson. That call was challenged by Buffalo. They lost the challenge. The Hawks went back on the power play after that. Uh yeah, so that's so that how one one after the yeah first, one one right? after the first period. Yeah. I, I hate doing this. I really do. Um, second period begins uh, four forty nine into the period. Sam Lafferty picks up his third goal of the year, assisted by Jake McCabe and Seth Jones. Uh, McCabe has a point shot. Lafferty battling for it in front, can't get it at first. McCabe, as soon as he shot it, goes straight to the net, which I love. Eventually, the puck dribbles to Lafferty and he scores the goal. Uh, again, another example of. You know, all these goals being scored within a foot of the mm-hmm. net. Uh, that's 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 the way to go. Uh, that's the way this team's going to score. Uh, under two minutes later, uh, Taylor Radish gets on the board. Both these goals were scored as I was picking up our Buffalo Wings. Mm. Uh, yep. So I had to go back and, and watch the replays uh, <laughs> during the intermission. Jay literally went downstairs for three minutes and missed two goals. Yep, that's how it works. Uh, Philip Kurashev sort of weaving through traffic, skates his way back to the point. Uh, and Taylor Radish scores on a rebound, his third of the year. Kurashev's third assist. Jonathan Taves picking up an assist there as well. Uh, Hawks get a power play with four seconds left in the second, so they begin the third period on the power play, but nothing really happens there. Uh, Sabres cut the lead to one, 11.55 into the third. Tage Thompson scores it that the Hawks can't clear the puck. He outmuscles. I didn't see which Hawk defenseman it was. But Tage Thompson's a big dude. It was uh, Seth Jones. Okay. Seth Jones also a big dude. It's tough. Yeah. But Tage Thompson won the battle there. Uh, no chance for Soderblom. And it's uh, 3-2. Hawks get a power play. Do nothing. Uh, actually, the Sabres <laughs> had more chances on that power play than the Hawks did. Yeah. And then, uh, again, Tage Thompson, 16-47 into the third, ties the game. Taves takes a penalty. A blatant penalty, which we discussed. 36 seconds in overtime. It's Victor Olofsson again. One-timer. Sabres win. So there's your scoring recap. Uh, again, a game the Hawks did not deserve. But, damn it, it's really frustrating, like we said, with Taves, of all people, to take such a bad penalty yeah. at such a horrible time. You know, these are the things that when your physical skills deteriorate, you lose a step of speed. You know, you can't, you can't skate as hard or shoot as hard as you used to. The mental game is what should remain. And that's what frustrates me about Taves is you've seen him do stupid things more often than he did before. Part of that, though, could be the loss of a step. And he's got to make up for it. So yeah. he's got to take more penalties than he ever did before. I don't know. Could but be. really frustrating. That's two games in a row because it yep. was his turnover that led to the game-winning goal against for, uh, for Edmonton on Thursday. Yeah. He just kind of served it right up in the middle of the ice. Tonight, he takes the penalty and is sitting in the penalty box when the game-winning goal scored. So, you know, not not the greatest stretch here 
from number 19, but we'll see we'll see how he bounces back tomorrow night. He's the type of guy that I don't think will let that sit well, and so hopefully we get a, a bounce-back performance against the Wild tomorrow. They don't have a long time to sit and stew about this one. No, they're going to no. right back in action tomorrow night. Up so. on the plane, fly back. Get a Against, good night's sleep. Uh, your division rival um, that you faced twice in the preseason, so there's already a little, yeah, little angst uh, between the two. Should be a and fun the Tom Curvers prospect was, showcase. Yeah, it's the stinky guy. Tom Cheese. It's the Tom Curvers revenge game tomorrow. Yes, that's right. That's right. We're gonna fly in Sam Wasavaugh just for. Uh, oh, that's oh yeah. Fun. Don't sign him to a, his ATO. Don't yeah. threaten me with a good time. <laughs> uh, if you don't know the story, I was in the. Uh, fr- like if you've ever been to Fifth Third Arena, I, I was in the front row of Fifth Third Arena, and it's right above the penalty boxes. And this wild prospect it took was a penalty. Sam uh, Hentages. Okay, That's, I believe I you. remember it. Yeah. I remember it. Uh, and I was a good Sneaky Sam. <laughs> I was a good like six to seven feet above him, and probably five to seven feet behind him. And I almost had to move out of my seat. The dude smelled so bad. Oof. That's how you know you're a prospect and not a pro. Right. Because you've got the same equipment you had, like, all through junior, all through. They make you do your <laughs> own there, laundry. There is a, there is oh, a so major bad. difference when we were there for the prospect camp. Oh, yes. And they let us in the locker room for the prospects compared to when you walk into the locker room <laughs> after morning practice. Yes. You walked into that prospect room, and it smelled. You could, it was tough. It you could cut it like, with a knife. It smelled like a dead rat covered in the smelliest cheese you've ever smelled in your life. It was the worst. It was a rat But now, even now we deal with the pros who actually, ha- like, wash their equipment daily. I well, have they more than one set of gloves. Yeah, and they yeah. can just say, I need a new set of gloves and get yeah. it. They, they go through nine <laughs> pairs of gloves yeah. in one game. After, uh, I forget what game it was after, but it was one of the recent home games. Uh, I was I was in the the, the post-game scrum with uh, with Patrick Kane, and I I just over to my to my left, this is a side note, over to my left, I, uh, Chris Vossers is talking with Max Domi, and I'm looking at at Domi. He's he's untied his skates, right? They're they're untied. He could take them off, and he's got a scissors and he's just cutting his laces yeah, down he does the skates. That every day. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, it's a daily. I, thing. It's a so he just gets new laces every day. I guess perks of being a pro. I I it blew my mind. I was like, you're just cutting like these laces are. They're clean and white. Like these are new. You know what though? It's probably the way he gets the best fit on the skate because oh sure yeah. You try to pry your foot out of an ice skate and then you, you got to manipulate the laces in such a way when you put it back on, it's never the same. So was it Dun- was it Duncan on? Keith that had a new pair of skates every like six games or something like That's that? That's crazy. That's so much money. <laughs> so much money. It is a ton of money. <laughs> uh, it's also hugely wasteful. But hey, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It seemed to work for Duncan Keith. Yeah, I think it worked. So for I him. guess we shouldn't complain too much. Um, Anyways, let's let's focus a bit on Soderblom. Soderblom on this one. Um, <laughs> Soderblom. First period makes a pair of breakaway glove saves with confidence. Gave yeah. a little swooping glove save a the few old times. Mark Andre Fleury. The diving save on uh, oh, Casey yeah. Middlestat. Early in the game. Really yeah. early in the game, Huge and then late save. in the third. Uh, makes a really point blank save to, to preserve, uh, you know, overtime. Uh, I just think what I maybe it's just in the the contrast to Staylock, <laughs> but he's so steady, mm-hmm. and I keep going back to this. He reminds me a lot of Corey Crawford. I don't know if it's the stature. I don't know if it's the black pads. I don't know. It just seems. No, it just it's, seems it's like there. he plays a similar style. Yeah, you you like to see goalies that are 
not moving. Yeah, very compact. Extra, yeah, extra and, movements. And 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 yeah, he's not no wasted motion. Mm-hmm. Right. Where Alex Stalock, he's getting the job done, but he's just everywhere. Like, yeah, it's he's he looks like uh, you know yeah. he looks like a giraffe on skates half time. It's very it's very hectic and chaotic, yeah. but it's working, it works for it's him. Working, it's you know yeah, whatever, I mean, but yes, yeah, uh, Soderblom. Um, Soderblom is uh, he's he's a very uh, steady goalie. Works on positioning. Does uh, you know works off of positioning. Doesn't really have a lot of extra movement in his game. That's something that is impressive to see for a player at his age, um, twenty three years old. And yeah, I mean he's since he's come to North America, he's had a lot of uh, shots against. Um, so he's got, got he's gotten his reps in for sure. Uh, being in in Rockford and and the games he's played in Chicago, so yeah, I I really do think he deserved a little bit more tonight, given the the way that he was playing and the way the defense was playing in front of him. But it's it's good to see the see things from him like this because you know when you think about the the goaltending future of the Blackhawks, it doesn't involve Alex Stalock or Peter Mrazek. It's Arvid Soderblom. Soderblom, God. That is. Say it however. I'm just gonna have to say, say it the whole it's way hard. home. Yeah, it's it's hard to when you say it one way and then everyone else is like, no, it's this way. Okay, I got it. Soder, Blom. Um, it's good to see these game these kinds of games for him because it's him and Drew Camezzo, um, Jackson Stauber's in the mix, but it's it that's kind of the the, the future. And um, I believe when we when we talked with uh, Scott Wheeler this summer, talking about the future of of the goaltending in Chicago. He said that that those two, Camezzo and and Soderblom, could be a really good one-two down the road. And if that's if that's going to be the case, you want to see more of uh, of what you saw tonight. For sure. I just want to give a, a quick shout out. I'm being entertained as all hell by our Bulls guys <laughs> trying yes. to stay quiet watching a cl- close game. If you've ever watched three seconds of a Chicago uh, CHGO Bulls post game, you know that. Being quiet is not an attribute to either of these guys, so I'm having fun watching <laughs> Golf them. Golf claps. Golf claps Be, over there. Uh, being very <laughs> controlled over there. Yeah. Pre- <laughs> it's like it, it, it's they're, they're still as animated, so right. it's, it's basically like hitting the mute button, it's but little, they're, it's they're, little, still, it's creepy, they're still animated. We, a for effort, guys. <laughs> we love you. We Appreciate love you guys. It. A for effort. All right. Uh, speaking of Harvard Soderblom, it is time to reward our draft kings. King of the game? King. King Arvid. Love it. Perfect. Love it. So, uh, Soderblom, 41 saves, four goals against, a 91.1 save percentage. Four goals against, uh, when you look at it, doesn't seem that wonderful. Uh, he Good. was really, really good. Very and good. is yeah. literally the only reason the Blackhawks got a point in this game. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, yeah that was a pretty easy one. We were discussing it like in the third period. We were like, ah. It's three to one. Let's give it to Soderblom. It's three to two. Eh, all right, we'll <laughs> still give it to him. It's three to three. And we're like, oh, and at, at the end of overtime, we're like, screw it. We're still giving it to Arvid. <laughs> yeah, he still was, gets it. He Damn was the it. best player on the ice. Then that's it. Wasn't even close. Yeah, hockey fans, it is finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet five bucks on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. I did not do so well on DraftKings today. I had a parlay of the Hawks on the money line and Seth Jones and Patrick Kane 
as anytime scores over three on that one. Mm. Uh, so don't listen to me. Uh, but if that wasn't <laughs> enough excitement, it was for me. You can turn small bets into bigger payouts with those same game parlays. You can buy in multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. My $1 bet had to come through would have won me $46. That's why I did it. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Bet five bucks on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I get. I really like on the DraftKings when you do the same game, same game parlays, you can pick your own over under yeah. your own spread. Like you don't have to go by what the actual line is. You can say, no, like on my parlay <laughs> tonight, I went over six and a half and it hits that. Unfortunately, I also had Phil Kershev as a, <laughs> any game scorer. So I missed out, but next time I'm going to win some money. And when you win some money on DraftKings, you can spend that money on Blackhawks tickets, yeah. specifically Blackhawk tickets from game time. GameTime is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in the best seat of the house at the United Center? Yes. Right at center ice. Maybe you like the 200 level. You get up above. You get the get the the, the, wait, the waiters and waitresses serve you drinks all night. Well, now you can. It's possible with game time. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. Seriously, if you went on a game time Thursday night, you could have got into that crazy Edmonton Hawks game, seen Connor McDavid score a hat trick, seen 53 minutes of special teams play <laughs> for less than 20 bucks. There were tickets going for that game at game time at, at Right before puck drop for like fourteen, fifteen bucks, two dollars per goal. Exactly. There you go. Look at that. You you would you fifty cents a penalty is what you would pay <laughs> for on on game time, and you won't find a better deal this season on Blackhawks tickets. And if you do, screenshot it, send it to them. They'll match the price at any other secondary site. It's created by the fans for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. So if you love CHGO, you'll love Game Time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in all the podcast descriptions. If you're watching live on YouTube, scroll down, hit that big thumb, that thumbs up on your way down, and then you'll see the link to Game Time. If you're listening wherever you consume your podcast, you'll see the link in the description as well. Join over 15 million people who have used Game Time and score the best seats to all your favorite events and come say hi to us at a Blackhawks game in the near future. Or our Bears tailgate, which is happening yes. mm -hmm. a week from tomorrow, November 6th, from 8 a.m. to noon, Chicago versus Miami. We're at the cover <laughs> cover corner of Roosevelt and Michigan. Uh, we'll be out there with food, drinks, booze, DJ, food trucks, the whole deal. It's an awesome time. The whole CHGO crew is going to be out there, so come hang out with us. You do not need a ticket to the Bears game to attend but you do need a ticket to the tailgate, which you can get at allchgo.com. There's a pair of ticketing options on there. One includes parking, one does not. But both options include all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink, games, fun, you know, hanging out with us, the Maybe whole some, deal. You get to play the uh, Chi-Town Cornhole Bags with us, so it's going to be an awesome time. If it's anything like the first one, it's going to be an absolute blast, and the weather looks great. Yeah. next weekend so come out and join us 
at our CHGO tailgate ahead of Chicago, Miami. And if you want Bears tickets, game time. Jump on game time. Yeah, people did that last time. There. Yep. People did that last time. They said, oh, I had a great time at the tailgate. Now what am I going to do? Oh, decent price on game time. I'll walk over walk to over the stadium. The Why not? Hell yeah. It's a great time. All right. Yeah. Let's do our fourth stars of the game here as we wrap up uh, at least the surface level discussion of this one. <laughs> Hashtag extend Kurashev. This is my new thing. <laughs> Philip Kurashev, thanks to Mario for this information. He's our contractual guy. Uh, as of November 1st, is eligible for an extension. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. He is the team's best defensive forward. You could very much make that argument. His offensive game is catching up with his defensive game. He had an assist in the game today. Another four shots on goal, another shot attempt. He is one of the best Blackhawks. There's no question about it. And the reason I think this is important, and I know that Kyle Davidson has no affection for those that were signed or developed or drafted under he who shall not be named, and usually with good reason. But a kid like Kurashev, who has been jerked around by the last coaching staff, even Derek King sort of acknowledged that he jerked him around a little bit, worked his ass off, came into camp ready to win a job and take a job by the throat. He has absolutely done it, and he deserves a new contract. And for all these veterans who are pissed seeing Brandon Hagel go and Alex DeBrinkett go, and for fans who are pissed about that too, when you have a 23-year-old who is showing you he has all the tools to be a really solid NHL player, reward that player Give him a new contract. Make him part of the next generation of good Blackhawks. I have seen enough to say that Philip Kurashev is worth keeping around for the next three or four years. I think he's earned it. He's done a terrific job. He has shown no signs of letting up, and uh, and he got the promotion to the Taves and Radish line and has continued where he let off when he was with um, Lafferty and Dickinson. Yeah, so. he's been he's been one of the top performers pretty much in each game yep. and 20, 23 years old. Um, you know, we, we talk about the future of the team and, and who on this team could be around when they're ready to be competitive again, outside of the guys who are kind of boat anchored onto that roster, Seth mm-hmm. Jones, uh, Philip Kershev looks like a guy who should be, if he continues this playing his way into that, into that pitcher. And Ryan says, uh, should I go get a Kershev jersey? Wait until he signs an extension. Yeah. <laughs> you can always turn it into a Kreva Krasov jersey. He yeah. was 25. Oh, that's right. You ass. Uh, uh, Versteeg version 1.0. There you go. There you go. 2.0. Jocelyn, uh, or one of them. Uh, Jocelyn Lemieux. Or J.Y. Jonathan, LaRue. J. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Jocelyn Lemieux, too. Wasn't he 22? Yeah, I believe. Or was he 22? I don't remember. You know what? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I'm going to take, before I give my four star, I'm going to take a moment to do shameless plug my own work. I, I wrote up about Philip Kurashev on all CHGO this week, talked to him after practice, and he had a lot to say and, and asked Luke Richardson about him too. And, and Phil Kurashev says, yes, having a clear defined role, role on this team and having a coaching staff that trusts me makes me play better. He's pretty much what Funny he said. Funny how that works. Yeah, so check it out at allchgo.com. Uh, you can also read our Rebuild Report. Jay's weekly column is there, the history column, lots of good stuff. And you may notice that, 
almost all of it is no longer behind a paywall. So go yeah. and give it a read. No excuse now. Um, but now I'll go to my four star after the plug. I'm going to go with uh, former Buffalo Sabre defenseman Jake McCabe. Uh, just another solid game from him. He doesn't do anything that makes you just like jump out of your seat. Had an assist, had the primary assist on the uh, Lafferty goal we talked about earlier. Uh, finished with six blocked shots. He was out there giving his all. Actually, that was tied for second uh, on the team with Seth Jones, also had six blocked shots. So He had a huge goal-saving uh, goal play. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, another one. In the first period, I believe it was. Second period. Might second have been. period. Okay. Might have been second, because they, they had a lead at that point. Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, he dove. Soderblom gave up, uh, was a little bit out of position. The puck went to the near side, and he kind of dove and kept it out of the net. So that was one of his six shot blocks. I yeah. believe that would be considered a shot block. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, the Hawks had 23 block shots tonight and yeah. gave up 46 shots on goal. <laughs> shot <laughs> suppression was not the, the name of the game tonight, but Jake McCabe gets my fourth star. I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to look at natural stat trick. Ah, uh, yes. It's, it's uh, not good. I'm it's, scared. It's not the best. Hold me. No. That wasn't as bad as I thought. 61 to 61.11 to 38.89 uh, Sabres to Hawks. So well, basically 60 40. I think, I think Mario said it earlier the, the Sabres had 46 shots on goal and the Hawks had 47 shot attempts. They, yeah, the Sabre, <laughs> Sabres have had 78 shot attempts, 45 on goal. Blackhawks had 47 shot attempts. Yeah. So yeah, it's it was, uh, it was one sided. Definitely uh, tilted this, on This the was ice. one of those games that when you look at the analytics, you're like, yeah, the Hawks probably should have lost mm -hmm. and shouldn't have even gotten a point. Soderblom. Yeah, well, there's a reason that he's my uh, my my pick for the fourth star tonight. Um, the the all three stars we should mention uh, came from Buffalo. It was Kyle Pozo, Tage Thompson, and Victor Olafson. Thank you. Not surprising. The guys who scored two goals apiece are on there, and then hmm. uh, Akpozo as well. Curious. Yeah, uh, we, we've mentioned him a bunch. He was the king of the game for a reason. Arvid, don't call me Soderblom, Soderblom. Um, he uh, he's my fourth star. He had he had a great game. He had a great game in net, given the circumstances of of how much action he had to uh, he had to face. Um, we don't really know uh, exactly how long Peter Mrazek is still going to be on the on the on the shelf because um, basically coming in com being called up, it was it was like oh Arvid will get one of the back to back games. That was really all that he was kind of guaranteed. So we'll see how how much more time he'll be with uh, Chicago, but I really would like to see him get another game um, with, with, with the team before going back to Rockford, at least one more game, just because I, I think we're seeing some progression from him uh, from, from last season to, to, to this season at the NHL level. Um, and that's, that's good. Get, get a couple more tastes of the NHL game before uh, eventually going back to Rockford once um, Peter Mrazek is, is healthy. I think you can reward him the way you saw him play tonight. Why not? Like, Play back to back, or, or no, no, like I mean, or, yeah, have start. another game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, why not? I mean, you exactly. got games on Tuesday and Thursday. There's no way Mraz is going to be back for either one of those. No, he no, he hasn't even skated yet. He was around the team. He was on the bench for the morning skate on Thursday, and then I saw him walk uh, out of the locker room Thursday night with no noticeable limp or anything. So that's good. Uh, and the last update that Richardson gave to him on Thursday as well was kind of like, we're just taking it slow and we're being extra cautious because he's had a history of yeah. injuries. So they're not, and Stalock's been playing well. So there's no rush well, to yeah. get him back. And mm -hmm. Soderbaum gives you the luxury too, or he's proven he can come in and yeah. 
give you a Play decent replacement you know, level start. If, so if, sweet. If Stalock was getting lit up for six goals a night, and and Soderblom got destroyed tonight well then maybe peter morales yeah. going yeah it doesn't feel so bad get me yeah. out there but i'm mm. sure kyle davidson would be like no 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 it's okay yeah, yeah right take your yeah. time take your time i saw um mark specter uh caught up with uh uh with uh davidson at the edmonton game and flat out said like did, did this quick start change anything in your mind kyle davidson as we predicted nope yeah of course we not. made a plan we're sticking with the plan regardless of what happens it's great that they're off to a decent start but it does not change our trajectory at all. And that brings me to what Tom said about Philip Kurashev. He says, I don't disagree with you about extending him, but if Davison gets a Hagel-type trade offer for Kurashev, would you take breaks. it? I mean... No one's I, no one's probably, doing that for Philip Kurashev yeah, at just, this yeah, point. I just don't, I don't see that happening. I think it would also depend on the team, too. Like, if it's another Colorado or Tampa, you're talking bottom of the first round. I, I'm willing to bet that Philip Kurashev is going to develop into a 40, 50 point player um, as he, as that he grows nice. and as the team gets better and yeah. more competitive and he gets, you know, some better opportunities with some better players. I don't think that's out of the question. So uh, I, I, maybe I'm overselling him. Maybe I like Kershev too much. Year. Yeah, probably. It's, it seems, it seems worth the relatively low investment that you could probably say that Philip yeah. Kershev will have to be. Um, and and you can do it short term to be like, hey, you're you you've turned a bit of a corner. You're showing some progress. We're gonna we're, we're gonna reward you for that and and do something that the previous GM never really did that Kyle Davidson can do. And that's hey, we're gonna pay you for what you're gonna do, not what you've already done. So that's that's something where you can kind of maybe get Kurdishev into a position where it's not you're not talking like a big money contract, which he's. Really yeah. not gonna You're t- get maybe two or three million. If you if you I mean, go if you go th- like three years at like two point five three million, that's a no brainer. Why why not? That's yeah. that's not a huge investment. And and unless he goes on a tear, um, we're not gonna see a here's two players and two first round picks for him. I just want to reiterate too, like there, I I feel like there's probably a feeling in a room right now of none of us are here long term. And to see even one guy get rewarded for playing well and developing and working his ass off, that's a, that is a valuable thing for teammates to see. This dude got extended. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then we're not all just doomed. We're not, right. all, we're not all future former Blackhawks. Some of us here have a future. And you look at, I don't know, Caleb Jones, who's mm-hmm. been stacking up points lately, and other young guys like that. Like If they see they've got an opportunity, Mackenzie Entwistle. Mm-hmm. You know, Colin Blackwell's got a two-year deal, but other guys like that who can say, okay, maybe I can earn myself a spot on this team when they're good again, I think that's meaningful. I see hats being thrown and jumping happening, so I'm assuming that Vooch got a hat trick. Is that what happened? Is that what happened? (laughs) Nate Um, Nate in the chat asked for a studio (laughs) wellness check on the CHO Bulls guys. It seems not great. Uh, Matt Uh, Peck is uh, is on the floor. He's dead on the floor. Dave is literally uh, on fire right now. Um, Can we get a... Can we get a fire extinguisher? I'm over guessing there? Yeah. it's not good right now. I don't think it. I don't uh, think it went well. Whatever what happened, but uh, you'll you'll hear about it on the CHGO Bulls yes, right after show. us. Right after <laughs> uh, right after this show concludes, stick around on the YouTube channel. You'll hear about it because you are going to hear uh, like us loud we're, noises. We're, we're content. We are we are content with Blackhawk losses. 
These two are going to bring flamethrowers, easy for me to say, to the set. Scorched Earth Bulls postgame, I have a feeling, is coming up next. Yeah, different vibe on the Bulls. Uh, We've got a Sabres fan in the YouTube chat. I see they got the internet in Buffalo. Congratulations. Uh, 100 Stack 100 says, let's go Buffalo Sabres. Good game. I hope we get Kane. Sorry, I would love to see him in our jersey. Guys, I found out tonight. Patrick Kane's from Buffalo. That's weird. I never heard that. Yeah. You guys know that? Why I, did they wait to his 15th year in the season? It's to so weird that no one that. ever talks about this. Yeah, I know. It's you would crazy. think that would come up like every freaking day. <laughs> we should share the picture, though. Yeah. Yes. This uh, is, uh, this is uh, Sylvan, Sylvan Turgeon hockey card. Not sure what year this is. It's on your YouTube screen right now. 1995, I believe. It Patrick said. Kane in the front row of a Sabres uh, Senators game. Sitting on his dad, then with hair, uh, <laughs> sitting on his lap. And a stash. And that yeah, is stash. undeniably Patrick Kane. Oh, I yeah. Mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got a... Who was the captain? Is that, Would a, that be is Pat that LaFontaine? LaFontaine. It might, he oh, might also be wearing his junior Buffaloes jersey as well. Uh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. That junior look, Sabres. Yeah. Good call. Buffaloes. <laughs> Whatever. Buffalo Buffaloes. Buffalo Buffaloes. Bills, Sabres, Buffalo. It's all the same thing. Oh, we had wings tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that is such a cool picture. And that hockey card is cool. It's a Sylvan uh, Turgeon Ottawa Senator hockey card. I like the card, too, is he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's got to be pretty salty about that card because it's him basically getting tripped. And they're like, here, here's your highlight card. <laughs> the only picture, <laughs> it's the only picture we took of you all season. Yeah. Sorry, pal. It's like I remember that I, I had a Zarly Zalapsky hockey card. Of course you did. And he's wearing, like, bike shorts and his nutsack is just hanging out. I'm like, this is the card they went with? Like, why do I need Steven, to see Steven, try Zarly and find Zalapsky that card. Yeah, let's, let's get on that, Steven. We want to see that. Turn, turn the safe here. search off. <laughs> you don't actually see his nutsack. It's, it's, it's but after it's like, 9 p.m. Man. He's, we got, can, we can he's, got, he's got the sport shorts on. And if you watch YouTube, I'm demonstrating. He's got one leg up and all of it. It's just there for everyone to see. Like, this is the card we chose. Like, I'm sure Zarley Zalapsky's like, I'm going to find my card. What the hell is this? I didn't pose for this photo. He's got his Ziggy Palfy showing. Uh, yeah, it was uh, oh. not my favorite card, I will say. But the, best, but the, the best most memorable card. one, apparently. Yeah, By the way, though, yeah. do you guys know the best hockey card? No. Olaf Kolzig with the hot, with the hot dog that says Olaf and mustard. He's like, <laughs> he must have been the backup goalie, and he's sitting on the bench, and he's holding up a hot dog that says Olaf on it. Uh, that's that's, that's fantastic. Phil Kessel needs to create, recreate that hockey <laughs> oh, card. Phil Kessel ate the card, Phil. oddly <laughs> enough. I bet you that's Phil Kessel's favorite hockey card, too. He's got I have to say, too, speaking of, of speaking of bike shorts and nuts and Phil Kessel, <laughs> did you see the... Did you see the picture that the Golden Knights put up after after the game of Kessel breaking the Iron Man streak? It's 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 the whole team surrounded by Kessel, and he's just in there in his underwear. Like that's Phil. Just man. everyone else is is totally fine, and it's just Phil Kessel in bright red, just like cotton underwear. Because of course he wears cotton underwear <laughs> under his jersey, under yeah. under his pants. Phil Kessel gives zero Fs. And, yeah, and you you know that's what I love. You about talk him. about. You talk about Phil Kessel and hot dogs. It was on display in that picture. So. There is <laughs> extra mustard. There is a. Uh, if you missed it this week, the Athletic did a really great piece where they went back and talked to teammates of Kessel's yes. at all of his NHL stops, and everybody says like he's just that dude. He's just calm, low key. Now connecting the dots on why he's in Vegas, he is a poker fanatic. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm sure as soon as the game ends, he's like. 
Well, he signed I'll for the Mirage, he signed thanks. for one point five million uh, from 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 the Golden Knights, <laughs> but all the casinos, I'm sure, yeah. gave him a you know he's, gave he's him a little. He signed for one point five million credits at the <laughs> MGM. <laughs> yeah. What I love about that story, I forget the teammate, but uh, it came out that basically uh, for three years while the two were playing together, I can't remember the teammate. Uh, Kessel didn't drink water, and he just lived off of Blue Powerade. <laughs> That's that tracks. That tracks. Probably, so, probably some vodka. In yeah, home. so I mean, you know, you, you can you can listen to Nathan McKinnon about your nutrition, or you can listen to Phil Kessel, who's down in hot dogs and Powerade. And, has, and the, hasn't missed a game. And hasn't decade. missed a game since 2009. <laughs> yeah. This is what the peak male form looks like. Deal yeah. with it. Hey, Me that, and Greg got to figure it out. Yep. I'm, 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 hot dog power, baby. After the three of us downed 40 wings tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's got to be a lot left. Oh, nope. There's not a lot left. Ah, yeah, I went, I went back from my second plate, and I was like, oh, man. I was third in line, I guess. <laughs> we, I was going to tweet out where we got our wings from, but I didn't want to get uh, lectured by everyone in Chicago. Don't you know there's better wing places than where you uh, went? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes go, to the, go to the corner of this street and this street and ask this guy to let you in the back door, and there's delicious wings. Okay, cool. Yeah, but when you're sitting Thank here you. and you just need something delivered, you go for the uh, the chain. Sometimes. You yeah. stop for wings. Most That's times. what you do. Yes. Um, what do we make of the Sabres, by the way? I think they can be good, but the East is so freaking. The East tough. is so deep. I, I they yeah. need a they need some goalies. They need a goalie, and we Craig love Anderson's you guys. Great. Don't you guys don't believe in Craig Anderson? Park Ridge, years please old? give his full name. Park, Park Ridge native. That's Craig true. Anderson, Anderson. And then, former uh, Blackhawk Craig Anderson. Eric Comrie. Eric Comrie. Yeah. Which yeah. John uh, uh, Weidman on or not John Weidman? Uh, Chris Vosters said on the broadcast that Eric Comrie was their number one and you said if Eric Comrie's your number one you're in trouble yeah, yeah. and they are I was they listening to um, 32 Thoughts today whilst raking uh, which is the, raking sucks it is the worst thing in the world are you at the batting cages or on your on, at your yard no raking my yard oh, okay. which just blows was I hate it whilst raking a uh, arcade fire <laughs> yeah I believe so <laughs> um, he w- was speculating that uh, Blackhawks legend and Sabres GM Kevin Adams wants to reward this team for you know battling it out for sucking for a few Going years the shit. finally starting to come together and show that they can compete and i think a goalie is high on his list of acquisitions yeah. so yeah if they, if they could add a goalie and look again love craig anderson the guy's almost my age mm-hmm. and what he's done is incredible yes but if, if you have playoff slash cup aspirations he can't be your guy and they don't I I don't believe they have any like well, up got, and comers, yeah, they, do they? They got the uh, the Finnish kid, Uko Pekka Wuka. Oh yeah, that's name. yes. Uka Pekka Wuka, whatever his name is. <laughs> a lot of consonants and a lot of a feeling. It's Wuka uh, Shaka, that guy. No, they do have a top goalie prospect. Yeah, you're right. I forgot yeah. about him. But still, that's not a guy I would like use. He's as not. A he's not like ready. Yeah. yeah. If he was ready, he'd be playing. If you can't beat out Craig Anderson and Eric Comrie, there's it's true. Yeah. might be a problem there. Yeah, I, I, are you talking about Oskari Luxinen? No, no, he's got like oh, a SD. Yeah. Oh, Uko U- Uko Pekka Lukanen. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. No, that's it. Yeah, that's the name. That's awesome. Jesus, man, I know what I'm talking about. Uko hyphen Pekka. Yeah. Lukanen. I wasn't just I wasn't just shouting the hooked on the feeling course. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. That's a lot of K's and a lot of That's U's. That's what I said. Yeah. There's a lot of consonants, a lot of vowels, and one hyphen. They've it's also finished. got Malcolm Subban. 
Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They need to get That's it going. True. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they how need about, to get it going. We, uh, we got a super, super chat, chat from, from uh, the Lebowski Five. Lebowski Five. Craig Anderson made his debut in 2002 for the Hawks. Yeah, He's I was there. A 1999 draft pick. Yep. Not yep. many of those still playing around. He, uh, his be the last one, right? Could be. Probably his draft. Last of the his uh, his draft class is uh, all old enough to uh, drink now. Almost old enough to rent a car. His draft class. Well, I'm just saying, kids it, born it, that year. Yeah. yeah oh, kid, kids born kid, in that yeah, draft. Kids born in that, that year draft are, are year. old enough to drink for a couple of years now. Yes, the age 99s, as they're called. Yeah. Yikes. Crazy. They are 20. Yeah, I would. De- I would definitely get. Uh, the, I. I. I think the Sabers can compete for one of those wild card spots, but again, I mean, when you got need so a lot many, to go right. so many teams. You got the Red Wings who are looking improved, though they've struggled the last couple games. The Senators look improved, but they're up and down. You know, you still got the two teams in Florida. You got the Rangers. The Penguins are doing penguiny things. And penguin-y the Bruins, things. you know. Bruins are a wagon, man. Yeah. And I they mean, just got Marshawn. And they got yep. Marshawn back. But yeah. it's crazy. Six crazy got hurt, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't I see Krejci yeah, got he hurt? Got, he took that high stick. I don't oh, think okay. he, it's nothing serious. Uh, a real he, high stick or a domey high stick? No, he got, he got, he, he got, uh, oh, my it, face. it got Michael Rasmussen of the uh, Red Wings suspended for two games. So it was, oh, it was a legit. That's a real one. It was one of those plays where it just, I don't think it was malicious. It kind of, well, A, Rasmussen's so tall and he was kind of <laughs> trying to you, go You really got to get up there. He was kind of. Trying to go over him with a stick and ended up butting him right in the mm. face with it. So, um, stuff, yeah, but yeah, the Sabres, they're good, not great. Definitely need a goal. Got a comment here from Shep Kelly who says Buffalo has two recent number one overall picks in Darlene and Power and nothing. That's so not true. This is an important time to remind people that prospects, no matter how great, aren't great right away. Rasmus Darlene this year. Has ten points in eight games. He had five g- goals in the first five games of the season. First NHL defenseman ever to score yes. a goal. Yes, this ever. is the coming out wow. year for Rasmus Dahlin, and he is in his fifth Man. NHL season. And Owen Power is not like, sorry, Owen Power. This is what he's seven take games, time. eight games into his career. He, yeah, he's going to be fine. Going to take yeah. time. And but it's just it just to to prepare everybody. For whoever the Hawks get in the next draft, if it's not Connor Bedard, who will probably be plug and play pretty good from the start, yes, these take time. And Kane and Taves, and to a lesser extent, like DeBrinket and Sod, have sort of spoiled Hawks fans about the reality of the development. But if you were there when Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook and those guys started playing, and Corey Crawford, it takes a long time, especially for defensemen to get to the NHL and be fully realized. So Buffalo has two studs in Darlene and power. It just doesn't happen the second they lace yeah, up the skates. And they, they, and they also have Victor Olofsson, Tash Thompson, Dylan Cousins. They have a team there. Peyton Krebs. They're, they're right. Alex Tuck, my guy. Alex yeah, Tuck. Guy. They, they have, they have a team there. the Alex Tuck fan club. I, I don't know why that yeah. came. but Hey, but you know what? You know, the, it's because I said he reminds me of Kirby Doc no, the way he skates. No, yeah, and like you've been proven right because I would much rather have Alex Tuck than Kirby Doc. You know. Oh yeah. There, there's Usually. the shrug. There's the gif right there in, in person. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the Sabers are going to be good in the next couple of years. They're they're coming around. Like look, even looking at a guy like Tage Thompson, he's 
taken some time to get where he's at, but now he's the league starting to take notice of the guy. That was a guy that they acquired from the St. Louis Blues in the Ryan O'Reilly trade. That trade was made what? Yeah, years three ago. Three years ago? Four years ago? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, not everybody is a, a get to the league and, and dominate. Not everybody's an Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid. In fact, very few people ever very are. Very few. That's why those guys are as special as they are. So, mm-hmm. patience, patience, patience. Sabres have had been nothing but patient for the last <laughs> ever since that uh, since Brett Hall's foot was in the crease. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, well, and yeah. the thing the, the thing with Buffalo and prior to McDavid Edmonton is the te- like teams that are going through rebuilds and teams that are you know suffer through tank seasons and stuff. Yes, they're going to do that because they have a deficiency of talent. And yes, the deficiency of talent is going to take time for them to to, to build and progress. But it also comes down to management yeah. and ownership yep. and direction of the club. Whereas Buffalo and Edmonton over the years have been terrible with management and ownership and direction of the club. So we as a panel, I think, collectively believe in the new direction of the Blackhawks and and the management and what they're doing and Kyle Davidson and, and what his plan is. So I when people are like, oh, Buffalo's suffered for a decade to kind of be good now, it's like, yeah, well... There's a lot of different circumstances going well, in, going yeah. into that. They also completely butchered the whole Jack Eichel thing, and like they they tried to tank for Connor McDavid, and they got Jack Eichel, and then they and then they now they're rebuilding completely post, screwed yeah. up with Eichel, right. and yeah, and they're better off. To me, they're better off without him at this point. Uh, yeah, that's player. almost their own doing, though. Right, he's a great player, but he's he's a. Uh, 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 Rumored Pudwack. <laughs> yeah. That was Tuck and who was the other part of that trade? Krebs. Krebs, yeah. Tuck that's and right. Krebs. Yeah, I mean, Tuck that's... and Krebs sounds like a tag team. <laughs> it sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> I think it's um, a show on TNT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a series of cop buddy movies with uh, Kevin Hart and uh, somebody else. Wayne All right, Rock we've Johnson. got some good yeah. news for you on the other side of this break. But first, let's update the tank standings. Let's do that. That's important as they matter again. <laughs> Love the military sound. Outstanding. All right. Leading the tank standings, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, uh, eight games, three points. What's that? I said not so mighty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Coyotes, five points in seven games. They got a point last night. The Sharks, six points in 11 games. Uh, Vancouver, suddenly six points in nine. Red hot. Let's go. And Columbus with six points in nine. The Hawks have nine points. In eight games, so um, still you know, off the board. But they're off the board, but they're not terribly the, far the off. The Sharks board. got me excited today as I was walking up the stairs here at the studios. I had checked the phone and they had tied Tampa in the third period. And I was like, "All right, at least get it to overtime." And then they gave up a goal to Nikita Kucherov, fifty-three seconds left in the regulation. <laughs> I was like, "Damn it!" They were so uh, close to that point. They did what the Hawks should have done tonight. Yeah, tough. Yep. I don't see the Ducks staying worse in the league. They got I don't too much. So I don't either. think so they either. Got, they got, there's they got another a, team that needs a damn goalie. John Gibson. I don't know what yeah, happened. He's a hundred years old and injuries, right? They've got a lot of talent. Yeah. And like I feel like their defense should be better than it is. They've got a lot of names, but they also have a lot of like Cam Fowler's getting up there. They lost uh Manson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That hurts. That's a tough one. Yeah. But, but the, Klingberg, yeah. is Klingberg hurt Klingberg's too? Klingberg's there. Klingberg is there for on a one year. year. That's yeah. a that's a I that's a f- I, I kind of wish Davidson had done that because that is a 
re- beautiful flip at the deadline. Oh, yeah, for I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a first for them for yeah. sure. Well, absolutely. I mean, if they're not, if they don't turn it around and contend, but I mean, they're not off to a great start. But yeah. I mean, they got Drysdale and uh, McTavish and Zegris. Zegris and who's the Terry? Other? Troy Terry. Yeah, Team of they're going to be fine. Like they got, yeah, Team of, yes, exactly. They're Jeff up, still they're up in the there. Goldberg, the goalie. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be all right. Yeah, as soon as Adam Banks uh, gets called up, it's <laughs> it's gonna be lights out for the for the Ducks there. Their future with those young players are very bright. Yeah, yes. I would oh, I would I would say so. So, so bright uh, that they should get a pair of Shady Ooh. Rays. Oh, California Sun. Yes, our new friends at Shady Rays. They never understood <laughs> why sh- sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. And you don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered and your eyeballs covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays, besides the really cool sunglasses, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Did you drop them in the chain of lakes did they fall off all the cliffs we have here in illinois well they'll replace them if they did (laughs) even with that strong of a protection program they still manage to make quality that i can tell you from wearing pairs i've been a a customer shady rays for a few years now they are just as good as any super expensive pair of sunglasses you can buy on the market and shady rays customers will agree as they have over two hundred thousand five star reviews shady rays also will make you feel like you've done your good deed for the day. They will provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order place and have donated over 20 million de- meals to date. They stand behind their product, and they awesome. told everybody here at CHGO that if there's anyone has a problem, they will throw profit right out the window and do whatever it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you will receive 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs of awesome-looking sunglasses for as low as 54 bucks. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best-looking sunglasses. And a good place to wear those shady rays is out on the golf course. And if you're out on the golf course and wanting to look your best while you're shooting 120, mm. go to pinsandaces.com and get yourself hooked up with some <laughs> Pins and Aces Apparel, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and the presenting sponsor for the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network. You're going to love your Pins and Aces apparel just like we do. They are a family-owned and operated apparel golf apparel business, which you got to love. They make awesome polos, hats, golf bags, and they even have the fan-favorite beer sleeve, which goes right there into your bag and can store up to seven of your favorite beers right inside the bag. Keep them cold the entire round. Got to love it. Go to pinsandaces.com. Use the promo code CHGO. You're going to get 15% off of your first order and get free shipping. Again, that's pinsandaces.com. The weather is getting colder. If you have a golf friend or family member that likes to go golfing in the warmer states, it's a perfect Christmas gift. It's a good time to uh, get it get there at pinsandaces.com. Hey, and, uh, you know, top golf is warm. 
Top golf is heated, I'm told. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right, fellas. Uh, the last update I saw, our oh, beloved God. Rockford Ice Hogs were winning eight to two. <laughs> do we have a? Uh, do it's we have a, a final still, score yet? Not yet. Two minutes to go. They are still up eight to two. Uh, speaking of injured goalies, though, Jackson Stauber left that game with an injury, so the injury oh. bugs helping, uh, hurting the Ice Hogs. Now, shout out to uh, uh, Wally, our friend who runs the Shy Prospects page. Uh, Stauber took a puck to the mask and it got stuck in the eye socket of the mask. That's not good. Uh, so that might've been the reason for him to be, uh, leaving, but yeah, that was the, uh, the update that I saw on Twitter. But yeah, eight to two, I saw his lead. Uh, let's see what we got. No, Reichel's got a pair. Reichel, he's 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 got got a pair. He Uh, sure does. Uh, a pair of goals for Reichel and Secura. Lucas Reichel and Dylan (laughs) Secura all both have two goals. Uh, let's see here. Isaac Phillip has a goal. Buddy Robinson, Alec Regula. That's two straight games with a goal for Alec Regula. Good for uh, him. Mike Hardman has a goal hey. as well. Remember and him? David Gust, he had a huge game last night to beat the Wolves. Five he's, point nine. He's got uh, two more assists tonight. Luke Philp has two assists as well. Brett Sini, three assists. Hey. Jacob Galvis, two assists. Nice. Uh, Dylan Wells has come on <coughs> in relief and has faced... 17 shots, allowed one goal. At one point, <laughs> the Ice Hogs were up 8 nothing in the second period <coughs> and led 22-1 to in shots. That is not normal for that's the Ice Hogs. That's an ass whooping <laughs> where I come from. That sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, out on a record and say that's good. That is good. So Somebody yeah. put it on rookie mode to start that That'll game. Be, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, I, I'm sure that that uh, lead will hold up. Yes, and, there's uh, only uh, The Ice Hogs will be... Uh, Get a weekend sweep, right? Uh, yeah. There's oh no, it's Saturday. Well, I'm no, they no, it is. They played. They played last night. They beat the Wolves last night. Do they night, play so tomorrow? They do not. Okay. Well, so then yes. there you go. A Friday, two game, Saturday two game weekend winning sweep for the Wolves. They now are the Ice Hogs. Uh, they are a minute nineteen from improving to three and three on the young season. It's good. Good stuff. All right, we are off. No, we're back no, tomorrow. We're back tomorrow. Wild after and Hawks, Hawks and Wild. Six o'clock. Post Six o'clock puck drop, so what, 8.30, 8.45-ish we should About be... the same uh, exact time we had today. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Hopefully there'll be no overtime. Yeah, and then uh, off Monday and back at it Tuesday. It's a busy, busy time of year. Lots of hockey games coming, so we'll talk to you tomorrow after Hawks and Wild. want to thank Steven uh, for running the... Oh, sorry. Coming in costume tomorrow? No. I'm too old for that shit. Oh. Well, you're going to be at, well, going we'll, as a fat hockey podcaster. <laughs> my costume. Do they still have those at Spirit Halloween? Yeah, we'll pick I one up. I've seen that and all those uh, memes going around. Yeah, yeah, uh, could be. I, I will believe it or not. I will have a festive Halloween shirt on. Tomorrow. You got what? one on right now. I don't believe that for a second. No, uh, no my most festive <laughs> Halloween shirt. Uh, awesome. I saved it for tomorrow. So yeah. All right. All right. Well, appreciate good. everybody being here with us. Uh, make sure you smash that like button before we wrap up. Uh, thanks to Stephen for running the show. And we'll talk to you tomorrow after Hawks and Wild at the United Center. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks Podcast.